being here at Devil's Food. You know, we're a good place to be. I think. Maybe not a safe place to be, but a good place to this be. This is a safe place. We just don't always talk about the safest things. That's fair. <laughs> but we are a safe place for all you weirdos out there. You can come here. Unless you're a murderer, don't, don't come here. We don't want legit weirdos that are, like, scary. Yeah, if you're a little unhinged, a little off your rocker, you need to go somewhere else. We are not equipped for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so, Casey. Yes, ma'am. I'm known to uh, be a deep diver of research. Yes, you are. Yes. It's my, my skill. But I had my very first bite-sized episode. Oh, we love a bite-sized. I'm very proud of myself. Short and sweet today. Okay. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> So, today, let's get into it. Let's go. In early September of 2016, Olga Svick woke up in the hospital after being there for three days. She had no idea why she was there or what had happened. Oh. So, Olga was a Ukrainian-born woman that lived in New York. She was an eyelash stylish in her 30s, and she had recently even been granted her work authorization to legally work in the state. So she was in a really good place. What year is this? This was 2016. Okay. I was, I was thinking it had to be modern because she was an eyelash stylist. Yes. I was like, that was definitely not something in the 30s. <laughs> oh, no. The eyelashes were not on fleek in the 30s. Absolutely not. <laughs> so Olga discovered that her landlord found her in her apartment for after being there for days. She had been unconscious and she was wearing lingerie. And was surrounded by pills when she was found. Oh, jeez. Everyone thought that Olga had attempted to commit suicide. Oh, no. Which was not true. Remember, we said she was in a very good place. Yes. So. Olga tried her best to remember the last moments before she went unconscious, and then she remembered. She had received a phone call on August 28th from one of her eyelash clients. This client claimed that she had an eyelash emergency. Oh, as you do. As you do. And was asking if she could come to Olga's house for Olga to remedy the situation. Hmm. Olga did not normally allow clients into her home, but she really liked this one. Mainly because the woman was a Russian immigrant and they were able to, like, click. And when they had their appointments, they really got along and they really, you know, they just meshed well. Mm-hmm. And she felt comfortable with her. Oh, good. So, she allowed the woman to come to her home. The woman was so grateful that she offered to bring a cheesecake from a famous bakery in Brooklyn. I tried really hard to find the name of that bakery because I was curious. Could not find it. Hmm. The last thing that Olga remembered was eating the cheesecake with the woman, and as she started to fade out of consciousness, she saw the woman going through Olga's belongings. Oh, no. The woman was Russian-born Victoria Nazarova, and she was in her 40s. Victoria moved to the States in 2014, two years before, and she lived in Sheepshead Bay, New York, which is a neighborhood in Brooklyn, which was a predominantly Russian neighborhood. Okay. Russian businesses, all that. 
Do you think that she actually made the cheesecake herself and just said she picked it up from a bakery? I think she picked it up from the bakery. Okay. Maybe. I don't Maybe. Really know. Uh, so Victoria found work as a dominatrix. Oh, good for she, her. Yeah. Her aliases were Rachel and Mara. And later on, Victoria was quoted as saying she made her money by humiliating men. I wish I could make my money like that. <laughs> Our last episode, we talked about sugar daddies, so hmm. we're on the right path. <laughs> uh, Victoria met Olga in 2016 because being a dominatrix, her looks helped her make her money, and she always looked good. Mm -hmm. So she had to make sure her eyelashes were done. On so fleek. She, on fleek. So she went to the salon, and while she was there, she met Olga. And Victoria was blown away because, in her mind, her and Olga looked like twins oh like they looked so much alike to her and she just couldn't get past it okay <laughs> there was a light bulb moment for casey it hit that, me that happened just now it hit me but we're gonna get to it probably because we'll see uh the women talked and olga told her you know some about her background and you know just different things and one of the things that she had told victoria was that she was getting her work authorization soon, mm -hmm. and she was really excited. So Victoria came to her home that day. She ate two pieces of cheesecake, and Olga ate the last piece. Olga. Yeah. Within 20 minutes, Olga was sick. She was vomiting, she was acting faint, and she was losing consciousness. Oh, no. Uh, she found her way to the bed. She even threw up on the floor beside of the bed. And Victoria told her, don't worry about it. I'll clean it up. Don't worry about the mess. Oh, Because no. she's such a good friend. Such a good friend. Very nice. Mm. Olga was sick all night long. And the next day, Victoria came back and she brought some chicken noodle soup to make her feel better. Mm -hmm. After the soup, Olga slipped into a coma and laid in her apartment for days until she was found. Oh, my gosh. When she was found, investigators discovered not only the pills in the lingerie, like I mentioned before, but the heat in her apartment was cranked all the way up. Mm. So she was immediately taken to the hospital when she after she was found, and the doctor said that had she been found even an hour later, she would have been dead. That was probably the plan. Mm -hmm. Ugh. So investigators found that the apartment was missing four thousand uh, dollars, Olga's purse, a sentimental ring that was missing from the apartment as well. Also, Olga's Ukrainian passport and mm. her work authorization card was missing. Hmm. Authorities also tested the leftover cheesecake, even though Olga said it tasted fine, and they found traces of a sedative called phenazepam. I believe that's how you say it. Um, and that's a tranquilizer that came from the 70s Soviet Union and is still available now in Russia for certain treatments, but I don't hmm. think it's like a thing here. Okay. So, they also found Victoria's DNA all over the cheesecake box. So, when she realized what had happened, Olga said, quote, I never did anything to her. She's a sadist. She likes to see people suffer. I mean, she was a dominatrix, so. Mm -hmm. They questioned Victoria, and when she was asked about what happened to Olga. Yeah, I said the right name. Okay. She said, quote, I didn't force her to eat the cheesecake. And she also said the last time she saw her, she was all she already wasn't feeling well, and it was probably just food poisoning. 
She said she didn't kill her. It was all just a big misunderstanding. Sure it was. However, they found Olga's passport on her at the time of her arrest. Hmm. So for the time, investigators believed that Victoria had the intention of stealing from Olga, which was true. However, they did some digging and they found out some more details about Victoria and they were shocked. Tell me about it. So in October 2014, before she came to the States, Victoria was caught on a traffic camera in a rental car with what appeared to be a limp, slumped-over woman in the passenger seat. This was in Russia, by the way. Okay. Uh, This woman uh, appeared to be dead. Oh. It was a blurry traffic camera, though, but appeared to be dead. Months later, the body was found. By that point, the skele- it was skeletal remains, and the remains were charred, missing legs, and the left hand. Ugh. The body was buried only a few miles away from Victoria's childhood home. The body had to be identified using dental records. It was found to be Victoria's 54-year-old neighbor. Mm. Which I could not find the woman's name. Oh, okay. Um, but a little tidbit about her. Just so we know how nice this lady was. She used to make clothes for the elderly people in need. Oh, so she was wholesome. She was a nice woman. So the neighbor had recently sold her mother's home that had just passed away. uh, Not long before. For 3 million rubles. Which, in American money, is about $53,000. Oh. I know, 3 million sounds a lot more. It really does. Impressive. (laughs) So Victoria had become friends with this woman to swindle the money from her. And then stole an additional $17,000 in cash and jewelry from her apartment after killing her. Mm. One way she got close to the woman was by visiting the woman's daughter who lived in New York for a sightseeing trip. She took a ton of selfies and pictures with the daughter and sent them to the woman just to show how close they were. Yeah. And, you know, just really good person. Hmm. Be- uh, before Victoria murdered the woman... She sent a text from an unknown number to her that claimed her boyfriend was a scam artist. That way, he would be framed for the murder. Hmm. Victoria was the last person to call the woman, and Victoria texted the woman's children from unknown numbers claiming to be their mother and that she said that she was happy and don't look for her. Why do? Why is it whenever anybody like sends a letter, or sends a text message, or leaves a voicemail, it's like, "Oh, I'm happy. Don't look for me." It's always that. And it's not believable. It's never believable. Like if my parent messaged me, I'd be like, "One, you text. Okay, that's weird." And <laughs> and two, you would never just randomly send that. Right. No. Um. So the daughter of the woman knew something was up. She was already suspicious. But she visited Victoria's apartment and saw alcohol bottles that were her mother's favorite and that she collected. Mm. So she knew Victoria had stolen them from her. The daughter ended up confronting Victoria at a different time, and she held Victoria like in a hug type mm-hmm. of position and wouldn't let her go. Oh. And she said, basically, where is her mother? Victoria said, she's alive. Get away from me. Which is a weird way to put it. Yeah, it is. 
So the body was found, and they had footage of Victoria with the body in the car, and she failed a lie detector test. She would. Which, lie detector tests are iffy. You never really know. But she failed. And the rental car GPS also placed her where the body was found. See, people need to start thinking about these GPS. I mean... So she was never arrested. She was brought in. Uh... But it was said that she used her quote-unquote lady charms. Not her lady charms. The lady charms. To get the chief of police on her side. Uh, which kind of slowed down the inquiry of everything. And she was able to escape during that time frame. And she went to Brooklyn. That officer, by the way, was later fired. I bet. Mm-hmm. And she decided to live in the neighborhood where the woman's daughter lived. The balls. Just, the audacity. Ugh. So she was known to be a scammer. She used fake degrees and diplomas to get what she wanted, and at one point she used a former boyfriend's death certificate from Moscow to get his inheritance. Oh. Uh, And she also stole a few luxury furs in New York. In 2017, a family friend of the murdered woman hired a former NYPD, NYPD detective to track down Victoria and find her. He finally found her when she posted pictures of herself under a different name on Facebook. She was wearing furs, and the Manhattan skyline was behind her, and he helped local authorities get her so they could bring her in. Mm -hmm. He also noticed that in one of the pictures she posted, which was like a huge key in finding her, she was sitting in a car with leather seats with a very specific type of stitching. Oh. And he was able to identify it as a Chrysler. Oh. So he was, yeah, he also used the reflection of her sunglasses to show the Chrysler dashboard. Because she, like, took a selfie in her car and she he could see it. That's smart. Yeah, so good detective work. Good detective work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they eventually tracked her down and brought her in. Uh, there's also other accusations from men that claim that she drugged and stole from them. One of these men met her on a Russian dating app and went to her house to have sex. Oh. He insi- While she insisted on eating, she made a fried fish, because, you know, that's date food. That is date food. <laughs> she insisted on make or eating the food first so it wouldn't get cold, even though he made it very clear he was only there for other reasons. Yeah. But he decided to eat it, and after a few bites, he blacked out. Mm-hmm. He woke up in the hospital three days later, and his credit cards had $3,000 worth of charges on it. He also had missing $500 in cash and an $800 watch. His symptoms were almost identical to what Olga went through. Also, allegedly, uh, she poisoned her ex-boyfriend's dog a few Uh years before. Uh, The ex-boyfriend claimed that she did this, and it was a beagle named Joey. Poor Joey. Poor Joey. Uh, And she claimed that the dog died after having an epileptic episode. Other people said that it was actually the dog's birthday, and she was jealous of how much attention the dog got. Oh my god. This same ex-boyfriend claimed that she gave him a drink one time, and he passed out for two days. And when he woke up, some of the things were stolen. But she denied it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The daughter of the uh, victim in Russia, that daughter claims... That Victoria has a son in Russia that's being raised by his grandparents, and she doesn't even, like, talk to him. Oh. Or acknowledge his existence. That's shitty. 
Yeah. So I mean, just, a, a lot of the stuff that she's been doing up to this point yeah. is also shitty. It's just like adding another layer to it. It really is. So Victoria was offered a three to nine year plea deal if she pled guilty to third degree larceny, but she refused. She later pled guilty to a one misdemeanor of petty larceny and sentenced to 90 days in jail. But she was released for time served. Oh. For a previous thing. And the Russian murder occurred outside of the states, and Russia does not have an extradition agreement with the U.S. So as of right now, as long as she's in the states, there's nothing that can be done about it. That's gross. Even though they all know she did it. Mm-hmm. During her time in jail... Victoria claims that she was beaten and assaulted, uh, even that she was beaten so badly by an inmate that she can no longer see color or shapes. She can only see white. Oh, I mean, deserves it. I don't know if that's it. true or not, or if it's just being dramatic, but that's what she claims. So this year, she actually went to jail, or she went to trial, sorry, for the attempted murder, murder burglary, and assault. So trial began January 30th, 2023. The prosecution claimed that Victoria was trying to kill Olga because they looked so much alike. She was trying to steal Olga's identity and avoid getting caught for all the trouble and murder that she had committed in Russia. Dun, dun, dun. That's, I mean, that's one way to do it. That's, yeah. So, that was the whole motive behind everything. Um, one good thing was that Olga did survive, and she was able to testify against Victoria. So, in February 9th, 2023, the 47-year-old was found guilty of attempted murder in the second degree, attempted assault in the first degree, assault in the second degree, unlawful imprisonment in the first degree, and petite loss larceny. April 29th, she received her sentence by a Queen's Supreme, Supreme Court Justice which was 21 years in prison. Deserves it. Mm -hmm. She, however, did not appreciate that sentence, and after the judge said what it was, she said, fuck you. Oh, God. To the judge. Her defense team now plans to appeal, calling her sen sentence excessive, even though the max sentence should have been 25, so she already got a, a shorter sentence than what the max is. So I don't think she has anywhere to, you know, stand on that. And uh, since the U.S. doesn't have an extradition agreement with the Rus with Russia, uh, I read somewhere that there are ways to kind of, like, send her back mm -hmm. to Russia. But that's kind of far off and not uh, anytime soon. Oh. So she's guilty and in jail. Good. Where she belongs. Where she belongs. And how dare you ruin a perfectly good cheesecake. Right? And when you mentioned that, like, the light bulb went off, because I had literally just read about this on Reddit the other day. <laughs> uh, I haven't really heard a whole lot about it. I just happened to find it. I was like, ooh, we should talk about that, because we love food here. Yeah, we do. So, yeah. That was this week's episode. So we'll see you guys next week, I guess. Thanks for joining us on this Bite Size. Yeah, mini me. Woo! Woo! We'll see you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.